0: we see this guy who's got this TV in the back of his pickup truck and you know, we'd seen many hurricanes come through new Orleans before and things are always fine. Uh, but this time the first thing we saw on that TV was helicopter footage of the Southern yacht club on fire. And when we saw that this place we'd been to so many times that had so much, you know, family history, uh, it became real that, like, this is different. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories, and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. So when it comes to investing in my own business, I'm a bit of a cheapskate. But I've made one significant financial investment in my consulting business over the last two years. You've heard me mention it every episode since January 1st. My website. Every speck of my One Visit Away branding. My website and everything you see visually from me was created by Jacob Laskowski with 86 Creatives. Jacob made it so easy to hire him because he made it very clear to me from early on that he was there to serve me, to help me, and he helped me a number of times with branding and strategy even before I paid him anything. So by the time I was ready to establish my brand and elevate the work I was doing, I knew Jacob was the person to hire. Jacob and his team at 86 do incredible work creating brands for nonprofits, and if you want to elevate your mission, I cannot recommend him enough. Your brand is the first thing prospective benefactors are going to interact with when they encounter your organization. So don't make it look like some high school kid from back in the 90s designed your website for you. When you present a professional, clear brand and message, you set yourself up to look like the type of organization someone would invest a million dollars into. Check out his website at elevateyourmission.com and see the work that has led people like me to trust him with building a strong brand. Hey, everybody, welcome back to One Visit Away. This is episode 49 of One Visit Away, and if you're listening to this, uh, by now, most likely, we have hit a pretty cool milestone of 10,000 downloads of this podcast. So in this episode, uh, I'm gonna share a few stories that uh, really come down to uh, discipline, I would say, and uh, talk a little bit about some of the results I've had through this podcast and how those things relate to major gift fundraising and some lessons I think that are very applicable to anybody who wants to have success at something over time. So I know 10,000 downloads in the podcasting world is not a huge number at all, but it's pretty cool uh, knowing that basically none of you knew who I was less than a year ago, and now uh, 10,000 times somebody has said this is worth listening to. So Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast and uh, giving me lots of feedback, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, everybody, as you heard in the intro, uh, if you're listening to this episode, by now, uh, most likely, this podcast has received its 10,000th download, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it's really interesting. I was just... Uh, you know, reflecting on that number. And I know, again, in the podcasting world, it's not a huge number. Um, but just thinking back on, you know, a year ago, I didn't have a podcast. Um, I pretty rarely posted on LinkedIn, and not really anybody outside of my immediate circle of influence knew who I was or uh, anything about what I did. But now, coming up, uh, getting close to a year. With almost ten thousand downloads, it's pretty cool to uh, to see that number and 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 really, you know, a, a commitment that I made was to uh, upload a podcast episode every week um, for at least a year. And you know, it's not quite a year yet, but I've done that every week. There were a couple times I didn't. There was maybe once or twice I got it up on a Tuesday or another time on a Wednesday instead of a Monday, but. I did get one up every week, and uh, it's pretty cool to see some of the uh, results from that. I mean, the main things, obviously, is just connecting with a bunch of people. It's really cool just getting messages of people on LinkedIn who are reaching out and saying, hey, like, listen to your podcast. It helped me in this way or gave me confidence or helped me learn a new skill. That's all really cool. Um, I love that stuff. But um, also, it's it's helped my... uh, my business in, um, really it hasn't, no one has listened to this podcast and who had no connection with me whatsoever and just called me up and said, Kevin, we need to hire you. But there have been several people who there's like some connection to me. Maybe someone tells them, you know, maybe it's someone sitting out there who's looking for to get into fundraising or they've got some new initiative and they feel like they need to get some, some guidance on that. So they reach out to a friend. That friend puts them in touch with me, says, oh, you need to talk to Kevin. And they wind up going to my website and listening to my podcast. And so by the time they ever talk to me, they've listened to this podcast. And they have some sense of, you know, who I am, what I do, what are the things that I uh, teach and the things that I think are very important to success in this line of work. And so by the time they talk to me, they already feel like man like Kevin is the person that we go to for major gift fundraising advice and so that's helped me land several clients um in my coaching business and it's really cool um just that like people who I had no idea who they were less than a year ago uh now we're you know talking every week working together and uh having a lot of fun so that's been really cool um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, the the success that I've had through the podcast. And ultimately what it comes down to, I would say, is discipline. And I think this applies to every aspect of our lives, but uh especially to major gift fundraising. Um I've had an episode up every week for close to a year now. And this podcast is not, you know, again, it's not a huge podcast, but it has done pretty well in the nonprofit world, it seems. Um, and I think a big part of it is just putting out an episode every week, even on the weeks that I didn't want to or I had a lot of stuff going on. Um, just getting it done. Like right now, uh, I just got back from vacation with my family and it's Saturday night. Right now it's 9.35 p.m. And uh, I'm getting this done before uh, Sunday. I don't work on Sundays. And so to get episodes up on Monday, I need to get this done uh, Saturday night at the latest or wake up very, very early on Monday. And uh, yeah, there 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 are sacrifices that you have to make to get stuff like this done. Like this evening, uh, several friends were getting together and invited me to go. And I said, sorry, I can't go. I got to. Get some stuff done for work, and um, that's just a, a cost of doing business. Um, I think in in order to accomplish certain things, and it's interesting because I'm, I'm going to relate this uh, in several ways. The first thing I'll so discipline is what I want to talk about in this episode, but I'm going to start off uh, with a bit of a with a story. Um, this is a story. It's not a uh, a typical major gift fundraising visit story, but it's a story nonetheless, and nonetheless, and I think some of you will find it at least mildly entertaining or helpful or interesting. We'll see. Um, some of you might know, uh, I grew up in New Orleans. We'd evacuated many times before for hurricanes. We thought this one was just like any other one. I'll share, uh, maybe I'll give the full Katrina story some other time, but suffice it to say, We thought this was going to be like any other hurricane. We evacuated. We're sitting at our little hotel thing. It was just like a, I don't even know what you call it, some sort of apartment-esque housing. And uh, we were outside. The storm had just hit land. We didn't know it was happening, but it hit, you know, really (laughs) basically uh, in the worst possible spot for New Orleans. And we were sitting outside, and we lost power where we were staying. But someone had a pickup truck with the tailgate down, and they had a TV plugged in, and they were getting the news on it. And um, we saw an interesting image on that TV. But before I get there, I'm going to rewind. Uh, one of my dad's brothers. Um, so y'all heard the the episode I did about sales versus major gifts, um, and I talked about how my Dad's dad, my grandfather, passed away when my father was eight years old, leaving behind eight children, um, and one of them was my dad's uh, younger brother, and my dad's younger brother uh, wound up at a young age starting to work at the Southern Yacht Club in New Orleans. Uh, it's I guess it's kind of a country club on the water in new Orleans. So he started just like cleaning bathrooms as a kid and eventually over many years, uh, worked up to becoming the manager of the Southern Yacht Club, like a well-respected, uh, position, making a great living, um, providing a great service to people who can enjoy, uh, the kind of country club experience on the water in New Orleans. And uh, so my uncle, it was pretty much the only place he worked his entire life uh, from when he was a kid um, through his adulthood. And so we would go there sometimes and see my uncle there. and Just a lot of great memories at the at the yacht club. We weren't members or anything, uh, but we could go, we could go see my uncle there and knew some people who were members and they would get us in sometimes. But uh, yeah, just a lot of great times there. We would fish nearby and see my uncle and lots of great memories. And so anyway, back to the story, we see the, we see this guy who's got this TV in the back of his pickup truck and You know, we'd seen many hurricanes come through New Orleans before and things are always fine. Uh, But this time, the first thing we saw on that TV was helicopter footage of the Southern Yacht Club on fire. And when we saw that, this place we'd been to so many times that had so much, you know, family history, uh, it became real that like (laughs) this is different. Um, and from there, you know, went on to not knowing exactly what was happening, but eventually seeing the satellite images of just water all around our house, seemingly close to the rooftop and, uh, seeing, yeah. And and then eventually, you know, we had our, in our one story house, we had five feet of water for about three weeks. And so just completely destroyed home. Uh, but that's besides the point. That's a story for another time. But why am I telling you this? Um, my uncle, in that job at the Southern Yacht Club, uh, it took him a long time <laughs> to get to uh, his position as manager. I mean, many years, uh, possibly decades of hard work, overtime, leading to a great end result. And I think that's one of the many blessings I've had in my life, especially growing up in New Orleans with, uh, you know, both sides of my family have been there for over 200 years. Um, Just seeing, like, long-term thinking, long-term results, and, like, being able to see things connected over time. Um, You know, like, that's where your great-grandfather whatever um you you can just see these things when everybody lives in the same place for a long period of time um and so i think i had that benefit of being able to see you know not just this microwave culture that we think of where things you just expect them to happen so quickly and and so i'm I'm very grateful for that And, and and i can apply that to a lot of my success in major gifts um I hope this doesn't come off as too, too rambling and I hope this makes sense. But, but when I first got started in major gifts, I came across all these like fundraising experts and pros and people that I, that I really looked up to a lot of times that I thought were kind of hot shots Um, because they always had these stories of these huge successes, these massive gifts, you know. $10 $10 million, $50 million, uh, these, these enormous amounts, you know, this million-dollar gift here. And, and so many people, I would hear them telling the, it seemed like they always were talking about that one huge gift, and maybe there were a couple stories around it, but they always talked about them. And I would always think to myself, like, man, why have I never closed a gift that big? And, and then one of the things that, and I always felt like I was kind of missing out. Like, what am I doing wrong? And maybe I was doing something wrong. But that—that's besides the point. The—the the thing that I realized was, for some of these people, as I got to know them better over time, I realized it really was just the one story, or it was the—the the two stories. You know, there was a, there was a huge gift once, and—and and that was it. Other than that, um, there wasn't a lot of success there. And what I realized was one of my biggest strengths was the discipline to schedule visits and go on those visits and when appropriate, ask for significant amounts very directly and to follow up and to do that over and over and over and over and over and over over for years. Every day, every week, every month, every year. Leading to significant results compounded over time. I was never, you know, I I never have been the person who's closed the largest gifts or, um, you know, had one spectacular shining moment. Um, But I have had a lot of little tiny shiny moments that I've been able to duplicate uh, consistently week in and week out. For years at a time. And that's what I realized was. It took me a long time to realize. That that was much more important. Than the huge. You know. Fireworks shooting off. Uh, like this one great accomplishment. It's not about. That one. Giant thing you're going to accomplish. It's about all of these little things. Compounded over time. And. I hope that that message resonates uh, for a lot of you. You know, we, we've got people on this podcast who have shared some incredible stories of massive gifts. A- and I love those. I love those stories. And a lot of the people who have shared with those on this podcast are the types of people who do the hard work consistently over time. I mean, like Adam Platzer um, and... Yeah, our our most recent guest who shared a story of a fifty million dollar gift. He had that giant, amazing, huge win, but along with it, consistent years—you know, years and years of hard work—and those many, many wins along the way. I'm just stating that because I don't want y'all to think I'm not talking about anybody on this podcast. um, But there's just been a lot of people I've known over the years in this in this. career field who just have that that one story that they always want to talk about. Um, and that's just what it is. It's just the one story. So my message to you is don't shoot for that one story. Go on one more visit. I named this podcast One Visit Away and my business One Visit Away and my website, onevisitaway.com, because I, I want you to always know uh, you need to get one more visit. You always, no matter what's happening, I want you to know if something went poorly, uh, a visit went poorly, a call went poorly, something with your boss is not going well, go get another visit because there's something good on the other side. If something went extremely well, use that excitement and that enthusiasm to go schedule another visit because I can promise you everything good in this career starts with a visit. Gifts come because you are out in front of people getting to know them and sharing your organization's mission with them insofar as it lines up with what they're passionate about. When you do that consistently over time, you'll have great success. I promise you. There's no no magic pill you can take. There's no one class you can take on this. There's no consultant you can hire. You can't just hire me. And all of a sudden just have amazing success. The only reason I can be effective as a consultant is if I can get you to actually take action. And that's, that's, my, that's the reason that the main reason I've realized I've been able to help my clients is helping them uh, gain discipline and get the encouragement to go and take action. You are one visit away from increasing your mission and your impact. But realize it's not just one visit. <laughs> it's a it's one visit every day. And keep scheduling another and another and another. And do that for years and eventually for decades. And I promise you, you will have incredible results for your organization, for those you serve, and for your benefactors. So I hope this message was helpful. Um, I don't want this to... Uh, I'm only sharing these numbers, and again, I I don't think anyone's going to think this is uh, me bragging or something, because 10,000 downloads is tiny, tiny in the podcast world. There's pl- There are many podcasts that receive 10,000 downloads on a single episode, um, and again, that's one of the neat things. I, I haven't had a viral uh, podcast episode. I haven't had a viral LinkedIn post. Um most of my podcasts get around the same number of downloads. It's just that consistency over time that leads to results. So I hope this is helpful to you. Let me know what you think about this. Um, go and schedule another visit. I promise you, no matter what you're, no matter what you're feeling right now, um, go schedule another visit. There is nothing that can take you out of a funk more than going to see somebody on a visit. There are people who, I mean, doing the type of work that we do, you get to meet with people who want to make an impact in this world. They want to have money, leave their bank accounts, most likely money that they earned through their hard work and their own discipline. They're saying, I want this to leave my bank account so that it can go impact someone in a great way, so it can change a life, so it can save a life. And many times, those types of people are incredibly energizing and fun to be around. And so, get another visit scheduled. If you're in a funk, go get another visit scheduled. Sometimes, just being in front of these people can energize you. If you have a visit every single day of the work week, every year, with someone who can make a meaningful impact, you will have a tremendous impact in this line of work. So go ahead, get that visit scheduled, uh, enjoy this ph- phenomenal career and let me know what happens when you reach out to make that call. I wanna, I wanna hear, if you go and reach out to somebody to schedule a visit because of this podcast, let me know how it goes. I'd love to know uh, the success you've had and uh, just cheer you on in whatever way I can. Thanks so much for listening. And go ahead and schedule that visit right now. That was a Kevin Fitzpatrick solo episode of One Visit Away. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Also, please go check out my website, onevisitaway.com. we got some uh, free things there that I think you'll enjoy uh, that will help you schedule more visits and close more gifts. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from growing in your mission and your impact. But just remember to do that every day. And I promise you, over the course of your career, you'll have incredible success.